conversations all day it's just the the I don't know the, lately the outcome of our days seem to have kind of gone in lots of different directions and we need to bring it back to having these conversations and, and putting it down um, so we're not so we're not missing those moments I guess mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're real challenges I think um, I, I think important to sort of state it so last week um, you were you were home you were, yep. you were sick so yep. we were working remote we were working Remotely, remotely, mm-hmm. so double air remotely. Um, and then coming back to this week, busy day yesterday, yeah. kind yeah. of right up to the end of the day, both had family commitments, so we had to get out of here. Yeah. And then today we have a weather lot, conditions. A lot of snow happening. <laughs> weather yeah, conditions. A lot of snow. <laughs> so trying to find the time to get in the reflective practice, I feel like today is a little bit more, it's more tactical. It is a little bit more forced. Right. So maybe in order to optimize that, um, we try and stay away from some of the rhetoric. Mm. Like if we're gonna let, so we're just gonna do the action points, right? Action right. points, bullet points. And I, and I know I didn't throw that down beforehand, but maybe this is a way. Every once in a while, we don't exist in the big picture questions. We just kind of go directly at, um, yeah, action points. I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think I think one action point that I really want to put down. I know we kind of touched on it last week, but um, having a chance to uh, utilize some of that this just the last two days is this idea of purpose um, and intentionality. So even in little jobs, so we we've, we've been on hallway duty, and like we've talked about the the minimum viable product would be I just do my duty, get back to class like you know, that, that's it. Check mark done. Walk the halls. Walk the halls, you know, uh, but, but we've talked really, um, you know, carefully about using those, those, even those small jobs, uh, to be really intentional. And, you know, what is my purpose for this duty for this day? Um, even if it's just, so I, I kind of took in that relationship piece. Um, and I, the first day was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I say hello to everybody that I can say hello to. And, I think I, in my head, I, I kind of, I maybe got four or five hellos back, but I, but my task wasn't, wasn't about receiving the hellos. It was making sure I was, uh, approachable, saying hello, welcoming students. Like that was my purpose for yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, because it tagged onto my idea of relationships and, and, you know, maybe putting where everybody's wearing masks. So just like top faces, uh, to maybe some of the students we we have in our group, or maybe some that I may never actually you know get to know, but it's still yeah. that that reach to you know to greet them, welcome them. Uh, that was that was my purpose yesterday. But I know it's it's even in the small things, trying to find the intentions and and you know what 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 is my what is my not a mini goal, but what is my intention for this time? What can I do productively and con- like consciously? Uh, in this moment. 
Yep. And so, and, and that, that's good. So your intention, I think, is born out of curiosity. It's born mm-hmm. out of um, learning. I think it's born out of um, whatever your ethic is. You sort of, you, you, it's, it's that sort of projection of your, your sort of intention and purpose comes out of probably broader things than just being a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. You're drawing from being a mom, being a spouse, being, you know, um, Miriam, you know, or Clough as you walk around. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of mix there. What I like is, what I like and where I sort of often go with that is that I work into the discipline of this. So mm-hmm. when I identify that there's a gap in my operating system, I guess that's the best way to do it, um, I then sort of take... I sort of can grab onto more um, drive to hang on to purpose and intention. So mm-hmm. I, I told you when I was walking, doing the, because the duty started last Friday when you were off, right. me mentioning I'm walking the hall and I'm looking at the stairwell numbers and I'm thinking to myself, I actually don't know the stairwell numbers. Like I don't right. know all the places in the school. And for me to be able to hold a map in my mind of what, and again, it's a new school, so I'm learning it. But I think it would be really valuable to be able to identify quickly, you know, stairwell five. If, yeah. if it came up on the walkie-talkie and I were on hall duty, you would want to be able to run and go provide support. Right, so right. that's kind of like where that lights me up to be able to carry that little information. Someone could say, well, you could look at a map. You could do you could do a lot of different things to kind of scaffold that learning. Yeah. But that's where I started to just think about that that purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I liked it. I liked kind of, you know, mentally quizzing myself. Can I can I look down this hall and I know the left side, the numbers are this. The right mm-hmm. side, the numbers are this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, the game, mind games, I guess. But I appreciate that. And I do think that it by having access to that, even if I don't remember it, it allows me to sort of do a better job of hall duty, which is a pretty... Well, it can be, it can be a... A little tedious. It at can times. be a tedious yeah, job, right? Yeah, and it, I mean, it also is this like, uh, so I guess duty happens at different times in your day, but you know, yeah. ours is at the the very start of the day, the morning. So if your brain is already on tasks that are happening, um, you know, the, the the checklist of things that you need to get to, you could see the the duty as a this is just a hindrance to my day. Like this yes. is this is preventing me from being productive. But actually, it's offering opportunities to be productive just maybe not in the same uh, format that you thought it was going to happen, right? But you still have to look at those moments and opportunities. And uh, I think we get bogged down in those kinds of things and we can forget to use those moments to, to challenge ourselves or to, to do something intentional. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I have elementary... I know, I, I know only from shared experiences from ele- elementary school teacher friends mm-hmm. that it is a... It is a more... It's a different beast, I think. It's a different beast, yeah. and it is likely, from their experience, it's more likely that you're going to lose your prep period because mm. um, prep coverage works different yep. in, and the duty schedule yep. works different. Um, so I know that from their experience, it's quite frustrating when they lose their 30 minutes. Like it's, it's, It seems like a very small... Yeah. A, a very small portion of prep time considering the volume of prep that's necessary. Right. So, Right. When you talk about purpose, I think there is, there's no, there's no way to make you feel awesome if you're hoping to get final report cards done or IEPs done, and that was your prep period, and you've lost your prep period, your coverage all week. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't feel good about the loss, 
but can you feel good about the purpose in the other task? Mm -hmm. And I like that kind of, I like that thinking. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to sort of consider that thinking. I mean, it's hard to kind of enjoy it in the moment when you are thinking that, like, oh, well, now, crap, I got to do, now after school is going to suck because I have to now do the things that I missed earlier. But that's when you choose, I know we've talked about not dwelling on the negative and trying to always stay in that positive lane because it's very easy to drift. Um, You know, if, if you kind of start to lean towards that, it's very easy to lose lose your momentum down the positive path. Yep. Um, but I think that's definitely something that I'm, I'm going to try and steal is just that, that finding uh, purpose in this, even in the small stuff, like finding purpose in, in every aspect of my day, because ultimately at the end of the day, I will feel more, I, not, not that it's about me, but there is a sense of like fulfillment when you find you've, you know, you've, your purpose was, uh, successful, I guess. I, I, you, you, that's a personal goal and a personal um, mindset, but but it's something that I will continue to try and uh, steal. Is uh, I and yeah, there's there's lots more to talk about with purpose, but uh, still still on my forefront for sure. Hmm. So I don't know. I think that our our big our big conversation about the overhead projectors I think this this is gonna it's gonna take us somewhere completely different I think yeah. maybe I'm gonna save that yeah I'm let's gonna, say let's say that so yeah, preview yeah. talking about um give us a hook. technology bias the blind spot in technology and innovation so mm-hmm. but I, I haven't even shared the whole story about overhead projectors but yeah uh, but I, I I will I'll, another time I'll share so maybe that could be the, our X factor for tomorrow okay getting into that that innovation I will bias blind spot that we uh, the one about. the one thing I just I want to add one more thing to the, yeah. the, the purpose conversation is that you you will know you will know the colleagues that have just deep roots into their purpose mm-hmm. and it's not and it's not because they're always kind of crushed and doing the work it's because they seem to be able to transition despite the challenges. Mm. And I think often, you know, if you, to say you did or didn't fulfill your purpose in one day or even in one moment, mm. almost, almost betrays, I think, what the essence of what purpose is. It is, it is kind of all encompassing. Mm-hmm. I would say almost when you're sort of, let's say, denying or pushing back on that purpose, that's when you start to feel the wins and losses. Right. But to sort of exist in that purpose, and I'm not saying everybody, I'm not trying to say that, you know, becoming an educator has to be a calling for everyone, because I think you can have purpose just in the rigor of the work. Yeah. And I think you can sort of understand that it is a job and it's a career. Um, it doesn't have to be all the way raised up to that almost like mythical status of I was born to be an yeah. educator, right? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty heavy mantle for everyone to carry. Yeah. But I think you can exist in purpose um, if it's not big picture education that you want to sort of like, you know, hang your wings on. It could just be that you want to make sure that you are a responsible citizen, that you demonstrate a strong work ethic. Maybe you have children and you want to make sure your children see that you are capable and you have agency. So that can sort of activate purpose too. Right. But just when you're sort of looking across the colleagues that you connect with, I think you very much will see the ones that seem to have their finger on on purpose Mm -hmm. maybe they're not Mm -hmm. able to explain it but they just seem to exist in this space that they're given a duty they're going to take it they're going to do it they're going to move on Mm -hmm. they're not going to as you say kind of they're not going to get too stalled right right And i would say those are if i could give you a you know one 
one piece of advice as far as who you connect with is make sure you find those people yeah. wherever you land in the school because they 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 also they I in my experience have been open people they're willing to share you sort of walk into their space and there isn't a leveled kind of hierarchy of power mm -hmm. and you get the sense that they just kind of are existing in education on a different plane mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it kind of goes back to that little chairs mm -hmm. yeah for sure <laughs> they, they pull the adult size chair out of somewhere because yeah. they they figured yeah. you're going to show up sometime yeah 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 it's it's true and i mean those are things that um even just in my time here that i could already probably mentally pick out a few people that i would probably try and uh hook on to in that sense that the they're they're oh they're <laughs> where real life uh, bells are very distracting but there's there's definitely individuals that you have kind of um interacted with and maybe that's f that's solidifying your stance and purpose as well as showing me um peers and professionals that are that are that i could look at and say yeah they're, they're definitely displaying those kinds of practices um but yeah, no, there's a few a few that I would like to maybe talk to more. Maybe that could be my what's next and just try to reach out a little bit more to some of the staff. Um, we've been involved in a couple of groups. That's been really good, but it, it's nice to still have those one-to-one -one conversations if it's possible. Yeah, it, I think if to, to, try and, um, to try and make connections like that where you feel like you get to the human behind the teacher mask mm -hmm. is always a valuable pursuit. Yeah, yeah. It's always a valuable pursuit. Yeah. And uh, I think in doing so, you end up, I think you build accountability. I think what you do, you're building relationships. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a, there is definitely, um, when I think back to, when I think back to, um, actually, how do I do this? I really, appreciate. I'm going to go all the way back to, this is the last little sort of random. I, um, we, when I was a kid, I really appreciated the fact that it seemed like my parents knew a lot of different people. Okay. I didn't really think, of, I didn't have a measure of it, but thinking back at the time, I was like, oh yeah, like they have these friends over here, these friends over here, sometimes they're mm -hmm. over, we'll be out somewhere, they'll say hello. It gave me this kind of sense of community mm -hmm. that... Um, sort of a sense of community and that that's just kind of how the world works. Mm -hmm. That you're going to always kind of go around and you're going to see people that you know and you can have a conversation with. Right. Um, and I like that idea a lot because it, it, I think I've carried that as a philosophy in general and my spouse has often said that um, when we were first starting dating that, you know, she would take me to a party where I didn't know anybody, but then she would find me off somewhere having a conversation. Right. So she could always just kind of drop me down yeah. into a space and yeah. uh, Clough would be fine. You were adaptable. Yeah, and, yeah. It's a, and I think that that's, that's a, an element in education that's really, it's not talked about a, a lot, mm. but I think it is important, and I wonder how it's even, so, okay. So if, if you coming to sort of work with me, we collaborate, and, I, and you never got to meet anybody that I knew here, mm -hmm. I think that would be a very narrow experience for you. Yeah. yeah. And there's people that I've introduced, I'm not even quite sure, I'm like, but uh, like trying yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. And I, and I think back to the value of that when I was a kid, seeing, like I wanted, I wanted, I, I enjoyed, I expected, and it was normalized that you know a lot of different people. Right. And as I grew older, I had a very wide ranging group of friends and people that I would connect with. Yeah. And I think to myself that when I had my, when I did my teacher candidacy, I met no one. And it would mm -hmm. just happen to be the way that 
my 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 AT um, the associate teacher did not seem to socialize with anyone mm. and I think when that if had I not had I not had a totally different operating system embedded in me from, from previously, up, yeah. I would have started to, and, and that being my overwhelming energy, just yep. to kind of make connection like that with yep. people, I think I would have had an experience coming into education thinking that's that was that's normal. That's what it's like, yeah. And yeah. it really isn't. And, and I mentioned in, maybe in a previous cast, or at least a previous conversation about case management and mm-hmm. how a lot of the challenges and a lot of the gold in education is because of how we work through interpersonal connections Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there isn't a single thing in education that i would not attribute to interpersonal threads strength positive negative all that relational stuff yeah yeah um some people will say relationships 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 I'll, I'll, i'll push it harder and say um that can feel like an excuse Mm. sometimes only because it's it's tropey. It's it's said a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you just you really have to kind of like I don't disagree with it. I think you just have to sort of say okay, what's the action look like on that end? Right. The action from that was me making sure that every chance I get, I introduce you to someone. Right. Here right. you go. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. We know that as far as a socialization agent too, it's good to hand your child to someone that they haven't met as long yeah. as you perceive them to be safe, obviously. Right. Right. <laughs> because they start to learn about people and yep. that. Um, and then they give you're given back to them, so mm-hmm. they learn safety. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. I think we learn and relearn this lesson a lot. Mm-hmm. And education mm-hmm. can you're already gonna you're gonna join a silo when you join a school, right? And then you're gonna join another silo when you join a grade team, and then you're gonna join yeah. another silo when you're being given your kids in your class. Yeah. To be able to sort of thread outward from those silos is so important. Right. So important. Right. Like, you've already broke that mold to a degree considering you're getting a secondary experience and now you're going back. Like, like seriously, to get the secondary experience and then take that back to your PJ kind yeah. of mindset, yeah. like, you have... The ceiling is so high. Mm-hmm. Like, you've... Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's really quite really cool. changed the game, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really quite cool. Yeah, and I'm starting, to, I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to really um, value that and believe in that. You know, I think the first week I was kind of like, ah, I think I've expressed this before, but now I'm starting to really see that this experience is probably leaps and bounds from where I would be if I was just in a grade two or three or whatever primary junior experience, just doing same lesson plans, just doing unit plans, just doing, because I I wouldn't be having these, um, these, these conversations or this, this reflective practice option, which is, which is huge. It's so much more than just a lesson plan experience. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm continuing to, to capture moments every day, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how else to. I don't even know what box. to Yeah, exactly. What shelf do I land this one on? Um, so where are we at? We kind of like a, what next question for me? I'm trying to remember what the question was that you asked me. So I think my last question, uh, before the weekend was just kind of your dream cast, um, scenario. Um, I mean, we can, we can, we can also save that for next time. No, I, I know it. I do know it. You do know it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't specifically have a place. Um, I can remember when I was, um, I guess it was kind of when I was transitioning, sort of transitioning out of hospitality into teaching. Mm-hmm. I came across Anthony Bourdain's uh, Kitchen Confidential. Mm-hmm. And it's his sort of account of coming up through working through kitchens, but it also draws in family story. It draws in 
his his personal ethic yep. um, and how he sort of ultimately came to be a chef at uh, Le Hal, which was like his restaurant in Toronto. Okay. And I really, f and then um, that just landed in a time where me thinking about what I was going to do with my hospitality career, it wasn't exactly when I was transitioning, but it was kind of, I think it started my you can be so much more than what your job is. Mm -hmm. And I'd, I'd, you know, I was a Food Network follower, so I had this kind of sense of what the glamour was. Yep. But this was the first time that I felt like I had a real connection to some of his backstory and how he learned about food and how his experiences in kitchens, which I shared some of the stories yeah. in this, which are rough and rugged. I was like, that's, yeah, I remember seeing that in the kitchen that I was at too. And um, so I ended up becoming quite uh, a fanboy of his. Okay. And, when he um, he started up his show, he had other, lots of shows like travel and food. But when he started up the Parts Unknown, mm -hmm. which were I think it was Parts Unknown. I think that was the name of it. I could be even misquoting it, but it was kind of like his last um, his last show that he did with CNN. Okay. Like I just I gobbled it up. Like I loved the way he engaged people in conversation. I loved how food was a part of it, but the food was only one part of the conversation it was to get to know the people yeah get to know the places and yeah. to find invitation into those spaces and mm -hmm. I think you've heard me say that before mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. seeking invitation because at my my perspective before food wasn't necessarily about seeking invitation per se it was more about um, replication synthesizing mm. kind of copying to okay. a degree so he had invitation these places and I really loved the way he um, kind of move through those spaces so it would be a conversation with him mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure what the topic would be I think I think, I I think I would probably I wouldn't have known it at the time if I'd been given the opportunity. But I think now I would have really, really would have appreciated a conversation about about mental wellness and okay. physical wellness. Okay. He um, he he had he had mental wellness uh, challenges. Yeah. Um, also, at one point, some substance abuse challenges. Okay. Um, but he was also heavily. Um, I believe it's jujitsu. So he he trained heavily in a space right, as right, well, right. and that kind of like those two things together are always fascinating to me. Where you can be so well mm -hmm. in one space mm -hmm. and so maybe not well right, in another space, right. yet be successful and still be moving forward. Like yeah, the complexity yeah. of the human, complexity of human. So I think a discussion around wellness and managing the that dark and light right. would have been more than enough for me. Right, more right. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Oh, perfect. Uh, I don't think that I will put a question out today. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think on it, and uh, I'll hit you with one maybe tomorrow. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, good. We got, we got, a, we got, we got a good it. chat in. Yeah. Now I, have to put, I still haven't put the last past episode out, so we like a double issue. Yeah. All right, cool.
Yeah, that's it.